Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Okay, today's Amud is Dafches Amud Beis. We left off yesterday on Dafches Amud Aleph towards the bottom by the case of Tana, where it says Tana about seven lines from the bottom. Tana. The Tana said, You are not obligated to put your hand into holes or cracks in the wall, lived to be baidik, to search for chametz, because it's a sakana, because it's dangerous. In other words, a person that's be doing bedikas chametz and there's a hole or a crack in the wall, he's not mechoyev to stick his hand in there to check for chametz because it's a sakana. So the Gemara wants to understand what Sakana we're talking about. My Sakana, what is this Sakana? If you say that the Sakana that we're talking about here is the Sakana of a scorpion. In other words, in those, those, in those areas, it was common that they could find a scorpion in the, in the wall. And this is, the sakana is that when a person is doing bedikas chametz, they'll stick their hand in to check for chametz that they might be bitten by a scorpion, which is a dangerous bite. So the Gemara says, if that's what it is, sakonas akrov. If you say it's because of the sakana of a scorpion, ki mishtamish So then, if you use that hole, how did you use it? In other words, what is the Gemara saying? The Gemara is saying as follows. Of course it has to be that this is a hole or a crack that's used to put chametz, because if it's not used to put chametz there, it doesn't need bedika. So, ostensibly, if you're being baidiket, it's because it's used. So now when it comes to be baidiket, you're going to say, I'm afraid to put my hand in because it's a sakana. How did you put the, fu- the food in there? Kim bishtamish, when you used it, hey chiyishtamish, how did you use it? Zakti gemara loitzricha did nafal. Rather, it means that the wall... Or the area of that hole fell. So you're not sticking your hand into a, an intact hole. You're rummaging through the rubble to try to see if there's chametz there. In fact, if that's the case, one second, you really need to be baidik such a thing? Enofal, if it fell. Lamali bedika, why do you have to be baidik? Vahatnan, doesn't it say in the Mishnah that chametz shenofla olav mapeles? That chametz, that a mapoiles, a mapoiles means if a wall or a building fell on top of it. So chametz shenafla all of mapoiles harehu kimavur, it's destroyed. It's under a pile of rubble. You don't, you know, that's a great destruction of the chametz. You don't need to do more. So why? So so then, what is the case now that I'm not doing bedikas chametz because it's a sakana? If the wall is standing and the hole is intact, we're assuming there's no akrabim, there's no scorpions in the wall. Elamai, it fell and scorpions hang out in the rubble. Once it fell, I'm not mechuyiv to do bedikas chametz. So the Gemara is mechalek. The Gemara says as follows: Zakti Gemara, Hosom she'ein hakelav yocher lechapes acharov. That case that the Mishnah says that if a mapoiles falls on the chametz, 
that you're no longer obligated to check for chametz, that's a case where the chametz is so deeply buried that a dog can't go through the rubble to try to find it. Rashi tells us that that means that it's deeper than three tfachim into the rubble. However, hacha over here, kasha kelev yocha Over here we're talking about that something fell, a wall fell or an area of a wall fell. The chametz is not so deep that a kelev, that a dog wouldn't be able to, to uh, move around over there a little bit and get at the chametz. So it is not considered permanently buried. And therefore I am obligated to search for the chametz there. If I'm obligated to search for the chametz there, so then I'm taka searching through the rubble for chametz, and in a situation where there might be a scorpion in the rubble, so then it's a sakana. So the Gebara asks, I one second, B'dikas chametz is a mitzvah. When we do mitzvahs, we're protected. The Ha'ama Rebbe Lazar, didn't Rebbe Lazar say, Shluche mitzvah einon nizayken, that people that are doing a mitzvah, that are sent to do a mitzvah, do not get damaged, enough, no damage happens to them, there's a special shmirah. So why are you afraid to do bedikas chametz and um, for the fear that maybe you'll be bitten by a scorpion, that's not going to happen. Shluchei mitzvah have a special protection. Omar Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi said, Shema toivad loi machat. Maybe a person is going to say, look, once I'm doing bedikas chametz, so so I also lost a needle, um, a sewing needle or some type of a needle that was valuable to me. And once I'm looking for the chametz, I'm also going to look for the needle. So that's not completely focused on the mitzvah. So then I, maybe I won't have the special siyata deshmaya of shluchei mitzvah einon nizaykin, and that's why I would need the halacha to say not to do bedikas chametz in such a case, mepnei asakona. Omar avashi shema toivad lo imachat, maybe a imachat, a needle, would get lost. And the gzeira is that a person might come to use the opportunity of bedika to also search for the machat. Just because a person is out looking out for something else that he lost, that means he's not doing a mitzvah. Is such a case not a mitzvah? But we learned in a b'raisa, If somebody declares, this selah, this coin of a selah, I am giving to tzedakah for the zchos that my son should live. We're talking about that his son was, was sick, and he's doing it as a zchos that his son should live. So, He's doing it for the mitzvah of tzedakah, but additionally, he's also doing it as a zchus for his refuah shalema for his son. Or I'm doing this mitzvah of tzedakah so that I should be considered a ben oilam haba. I'll have a place in oilam haba. Turning to Davches Omidbeis, Harezet Tzadik Gomer. Such a person is considered a Tzadik Gomer. We don't say it's Shaloi Lishma. Because as long as he's Be'ikr doing it to do a mitzvah, even if he has other motives as well, we still consider that he's Oisik Be'mitzvah. 
So if that's the case, why are you saying that if that someone should not do bedikas chametz in the rubble because of the sakana of an akrov? Because we're worried that maybe while he's doing the bedikas chametz, he'll also be looking for something else. Even if he was looking for something else, he's still protected by the siyata dishmaya of the mitzvah. Says the Gemara, a different case. Dilma, maybe basar de bodak. Once he finishes his bedika, so he, okay, there's no chametz here, I checked through the rubble, there's no chametz here, however, I'm going to continue my bedika for an extra few minutes once I have my hands in the rubble because I lost a machat. So that's what we're afraid of. We're afraid the sakana here is that even though the bedika is over, he might continue to keep his hands in the rubble and then he'll be asili day sakana. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak Omar, Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak says the sakana that we're talking about, that we said that a person who has to do bedikas chametz in a hole is a different sort of sakana. We're not talking about that the wall fell. We're talking about a different sug, a different type of sakana. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak Omar, Mishum Sakonas Hanochrim. The sakana here is from Goyim. That's the sakana. What do we mean by that? So Zokti Gemara Uplemahi. It's the Tana Playmoy. What's the Tana Playmoy? The Tanya, as we learned in the Brisa, Chur Shabein Yehudi Le'armoi. If there's a hole between a Yid and a Goy. So that means that what's going on is that the Yid and Goy live next to each other, and there's a wall between them, and there's a hole in that wall, and the Goy has some sense of what the Yid is doing in his hole. It's because it's between the, the, the house of the Yid and the house of the Goy. So if there's a Chur Shabein Yehudi La'armo'i, if there's a hole between the Yid and the Goy, Baidik Ad Mokayim Sheyodai Magas, he's Baidik as far as he could go, Vehashar Mevatloi Beliboi, and the rest he should be Mevatal in his heart. That's what the Tana says, be Baidik as much as you can, like in a regular case where there's a hole. However, play my Omar, play my said, call at my enoi boidik mipnea sakono. Play my says, do not be boidik at all because it's a sakono. What's the sakono? The sakono is that the guy is going to think that you're doing something, we'll see what in a moment, that you're doing something that will be um, uh, uh, offensive to the guy, and that's a sakon, it's dangerous to get the guy upset with us or to be chayish at us that we're, that, we're, that, that, we have, that we're trying to do something towards them. So that's the sakona of the nachrim. So Zakti Gemara, what's the what's the content of that sakana? My sakana, what's the sakana? Inema sakonas kishofim. If you think it's a sakana, that if you're going to be putting your hands around the hole over there, the guy is going to think that we're casting a spell on them, that there's some kind of a magic going on. So then, how did we ever use that hole for chametz? As we said earlier, obviously, if I'm doing b'tikas chametz in that hole, it must be that I use that hole. So ki ishtamish, when I use it, hey ki ishtamish, how did I use it? Zokti Gemara, hasam, really it is about magic. It is about the kshafim. However, the fact that I use the hole is not really what gets the guy nervous. Hasam over there in a regular case when I use the hole, ki ishtamish, when I use the hole, yamama, it's daytime, unahira, and light. 
that doesn't look quite so spooky and 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 suspicious to the guy. So he doesn't think that I'm doing anything towards him or at him. But hacha in the case of bedikas chametz, imagine what's going on. Lelia, it's nighttime. Ushraga, and you're using a nair. That's already a spooky looking thing. What's going on there? Umasik adaite, and the guy thinks about that. What's going on? He might is he casting a spell on me? So memela, that's why we do not. If someone shares a hole with a guy, you do not do bedikas chametz there at all. Frechti gemara, same kasha that we had earlier. Vehaomar Rebbe Lazar didn't Rebbe Lazar say shluchei mitzvah einon nizayken that shluchei mitzvah do not get damaged. So. What, what's the problem? Why are we afraid of the Goyim over here? We're involved in a mitzvah. We're enveloped in the siyata dishmaya of the mitzvah. Says the Gemara, Heicho shani. In a scenario where it's shchia where it's very possible, it's very likely that something dangerous will happen, so then we do not rely on the siyata dishmaya of being a shliach mitzvah, and we have to refrain from doing that mitzvah in that situation. Where do we see that? Because we see that Shmuel had such a concern. Shanemar, as the Pasuk says, when Hashem sent Shmuel to um, to make David into a melech. So Vayomer Shmuel. Shmuel said, "Eich elech, how can I go?" V'shoma Shaul, Shaul, who was the king at the time, will hear v'hargeni, and he will kill me. Vayomer Hashem, and Hashem said, "No, you'll go with the with the premise that you're going to bring karbanos, eglas bakar, tikach biyodecha, take some animals with you, and so on." But you see that Shmuel was concerned for his life. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu was maskim to the concern of Shmuel. So you see, even though, of course, Shmuel was a shliach mitzvah, he was going with the nevuah, with the tzivoy of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, still, when it's shchiach hezeka, one has to be concerned. Okay. Bo minei meirav. They asked the shayla, the b'nei yeshiva asked the shayla of rav. They asked the shayla of rav about his own talmidim. Hani b'nei beirav. Those... Children, those Talmidim of the base Medrash of Rav, did diary bibaga that live in the fields. They live in like cities or villages that are out in the valley. Is it considered too dangerous for them? What is the halacha? Can they come morning and evening to the base Medrash of Rav? Can they come in the morning before it gets light, even though it's dark and it may be dangerous? Could they come in the evening when it's... Um, when, could, could they come home in the evening when it's already dark and also maybe it would be dangerous? And the, so the shaila was, is it considered a shliach hezeka or is it not considered a shliach hezeka? So, so Rav said as follows, Omar Lahu, Rav said to them, Nesu, let them come, Olai, it's upon me, Va'al Tzavori, and on my neck. And as Rav says, I take the Achrayas upon myself, I take the responsibility, they should come. So they asked Rav, Nezomai, what about going home? Could they go back home once it's dark outside, or is, they, are, or is it just because they're on their way to learn Torah that you're saying that they should not go? Omar Luhu, Rav said to them, Lo yodano, I don't know. 
The Gemara says, however, Itmar, it was said, Amar Rebbe Lazar, the Rebbe Lazar said, Shluchei Mitzvah enon nizayken, that Shluchei Mitzvah will not be damaged, loy b'hali chason v'loy b'chazorason. Not when they go to do the mitzvah and not when they return from the mitzvah. So that's the special siyata d'shmaya of someone who's a shliach mitzvah will not be nizayk, not when you go and not when you return. Keman. Who is this like? Kihai Tana. This memra of Rabbi Lazar is in accordance with what the Tana said. The Tanya, as it says in Ebraisa, Isi ben Yehuda Oimer, Isi ben Yehuda says, Kilape she omro toira. In regard to what the Torah said, that when you go to be Euler Regel, that nobody will desire your land. Do you know how far that goes? Do you know what that means? Melame, this teaches you. Your cow will be grazing in the dirt. And a wild animal will not damage it. You went to be oil regel, and your animal will be safe. Tarnagoy loscha minakeres ba'ashpa. Your tarnagoy, your chicken, will be pecking away in the garbage dump. Ve'ein chulda mazikosa, and a chulda, which is an animal that could, that could attack a tarnagoy, will not damage it. So the Gemara says, this is just a question of the protection of the animals. And it's truly, it's a kalvachaymer. Uma elu shedarkon lozuk. Madach, these animals. That the derech is that animals get damaged. Rashi says they, no, they don't have mazal animals, which means that they don't have a special, a special unique hashgacha like people have. And the derech is sometimes animals get damaged, and yet still, this zuchus of the mitzvah is so powerful that einon nizayken, they don't get damaged. B'nei Adam, people themselves, she'ein dark on Lizek, that their derech is not that they get damaged. People protect themselves and the hashgacha protects them. Al-achas kama v'kama, how much more so are they protected from a mitzvah? Now the Gemara says, and let's take it another step, says the Tana. Ein li'ela b'halicha, that's only when I'm going to, walking towards the mitzvah. B'chazorah minayin, what about when I'm returning from the mitzvah? Talmud Loimar, the Pasuk tells us, Ufanisa baboiker, and you will turn in the morning, veholachta la'oyolecha, and go to your tents. This Pasuk was said after one brings the carbon Pesach, after the first day of Pesach. And the, the Pasuk is telling us that when the, after you makayim your mitzvah of Aliyah Laregel and carbon Pesach, you will turn away from Yerushalayim and go home. You'll go back to your tent. And the Chazal Darshan, Malame, this teaches you Shatelech, that you will go, the Timtza Oholecha Bishalim, you will find your tent Bishalim intact. You go home and you know, you have a Havtacha from Hashem, that you will be going to your tent. In other words, that your Makkah and your bias is going to be 100% intact. So you see that even when you're going home from Aliyah Laregel, there's a protection. So, Frekti Gemara, if when I'm going home there's a protection, so why did I need um, the Pasuk telling me that no one will desire my land? Once I know that it's even when I'm going back, so why do I need a Pasuk telling me when I'm going? Sakti Gemara, no, there we learn an additional din, Lekidah Rav Ami, that's for the din of Rav Ami, 
this is not such a well-known halacha about aliyah regel. The Omar Rav Ami, Rav Ami says, Kol Odom Karka, A person that owns land has a chiv to go up to the Oyla Regal three times a year to Yerushalayim on Yantif. Karka, but someone who does not have land, Ein Oyla Regal, does not need to go up to be Oyla Regal in Yerushalayim because the Torah, when it's describing the din of Ali Regal, says that nobody will covet, nobody will desire your land. If the Torah tells me that nobody will desire your land, vice ois, you have land, and that's why we say that only if someone has land are they chayiv to be Oyla Regal. Omar Reb Oven bar Reb Ada Omar Rabbi Yitzchak. Reb Oven bar Reb Ada said in the name of Rabbi Yitzchak, "Mepnei ma ein peros ginoisar biyushalayim." An interesting ha'ara benaygeya to the din of Lish, to the lishma in mitzvahs by Aliyah Laregel. Why is it that the Hashgacha made it? That there are no ginoisar fruits, fruits of ginoisar, that was a place in Yerushalayim that had spectacularly sweet, delicious peyros. Why didn't HaKadosh Baruch Hu make them in Yerushalayim? Hello, Yerushalayim is the center of the world. Why wouldn't Hashem make these delicious fruits in Yerushalayim? Says the Gemara, Kadei So that the people that are being oile regal should not say, if, only, if we had only gone up just for the Ginoisar fruits in Yerushalayim, Dayenu, it would, it would, have, it would be enough. And it comes out, therefore, that the Aliyah Laregel is Loilishma. Hashem wanted to make sure that a person wouldn't have other things pulling him to Yerushalayim that are so all-encompassing that he'll think even without the mitzvah of Aliyah Laregel it was Kedai to go just to have those fruits. So therefore HaKadosh Baruch Hu made it that those fruits do not exist in Yerushalayim. Um, similarly, the Gemara says, Amar Rav Dustoi Barabiyanai, Rav Dustoi Barabiyanai said, Mipnei ma ein chamei tveri Yerushalayim. Why are there not the hot springs of Tveria in Yerushalayim? Those wonderful hot springs that exist in Tveria, why didn't Hashem make them in Yerushalayim? So that those that are being Oyle Regal should not say, If we had only gone up, just to be able to bathe in the hot springs of Tveria, Dayenu would be enough. And then it comes out again, V'nimtzeis aliyah shaloi lishma. It comes out that the aliyah is shaloi lishma. Now earlier we said that if somebody says, B'shvil shayich yebini, he's a tzadik gomer. Over here we're saying that it would be shaloi lishma if a person had in mind the chamei or the peiris. But the difference seems obvious in the Gemara. We're afraid that by the Paris and the Chamei that we're going to say, I don't need the mitzvah of Ali Regal. It was worth going just for this. That, of course, is, is Shaloi Lishma. Earlier, we were talking about that I'm doing the mitzvah and I want an additional zchus. Those are two separate, separate scenarios. Okay, so now we go on with the Mishnah. The Mishnah had said, Ubame Omru Beis Shurois. The Mishnah had said that we only do Bedikas Chametz in places where Chametz had been brought in. And the Gemara said, when did they say two, that two rows in the wine cellar 
need to be checked, and it seems a little choppy, the, the Mishnah, like we weren't talking about a wine cellar. Martef man dechar shemei. Martef, the wine cellar, whoever mentioned it. What, 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 how did the Mishnah get to that? So the Gemara says, let me explain the thought process of the Mishnah. Hachi ka'amar, this is what the Mishnah means. The Mishnah had just said this halacha. Any place that chametz is not brought in, ain't tzarech bedika does not need bedika. And as we said on Dafches Omedala, ve'oitzres yayin, ve'oitzres shemen, nami ain't tzarech bedika. Storehouses of wine, storehouses of oil also do not need bedika. And in what case did they say that two rows of the wine cellar is considered a makam shemachnisim by chametz when it's used during the meal? You see that word ubemistapek that we said on the on the Amar Aleph that if it's if if one takes from it during the meal, so that that's how the Mishnah got to this case of Bay's shurais. Now. If you recall, the, the Mishnah had mentioned the Machlaikis based Shammai and Beis Hillel, how we look at those two Shurais Bimartev. Beis Shammai said, that it's two rows, Alpenei Kol Hamartev, on the whole face of the wine cellar. Beis Hillel said it was just the two rows that are, that are external and above, Chitzainois and Elyainois. So now, exactly what the case is, the Gemara is going to explain exactly what rows Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel were referring to. Beis Shammai Oymrim Shtei Shurois. Omar Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda said, Shtei Shurois She'omru. The two rows that they said, that Beis Shammai said, that you have to check, Min Ha'oretz Va'ad Shmei Kaira, is from the ground until the beams of the ceiling. In other words, you have to imagine for yourself a square room. And you have to imagine that they took barrels and they placed barrels in even rows. Let's say, let, let's make up some numbers here. Let's say 10 barrels across and they made 10 rows of 10 barrels. So they had 100 barrels there on the floor of the wine cellar. Then let's imagine that they got 100 more barrels and they put them on top of those 100. So now you had two barrels, one on top of the other. Row, 10 rows of 10, of 10 barrels each. And then another row on top of that and on top of that and on top of that until they got to the roof of the martef. So you had, let's say, a thousand barrels in one room where you had 10 rows of 10, 10 barrels deep. So that, so, so now you have your, your, you walk in to the, to imagine this, you walk into the wine cellar and you are now facing a wall of wine barrels, 10 barrels wide, 10 barrels high. Behind that wall of wine barrels is another wall of wine barrels, 10 barrels wide, 10 barrels high for 10, for 10 ro- for 10 walls, so to speak. So, so Rabbi Yehuda said that when Beis Shammai said two rows, he meant two entire walls of wine barrels from the floor to the ceiling, from right to left, you know, one row of, of, of 10 by 10 and another row of 10 by 10. That was Rabbi Yehuda's shita. Rabbi Yechanan Omar Shura Achas Kemin Gam. 
you did one row in the shape of a gam. Rashi says a gam, which was a um, a um, a Greek letter, is like our endachaf, our chaf seifis. It's or like imagine it like a resh or some shape like that. That basically the two rows were not two rows one behind the other. It, you walk into let's let's walk together into the wine cellar. You walk into the wine cellar. You see a wall of barrels. You check that wall. Then you climb up on a ladder to the top and you check all the top barrels from the front of the room to the back of the room. So that way you, you're really checking like a, like a, like a, a reish or a chaf. You're checking the whole wall, floor to ceiling that's in front of me. And then from here all the way to the back of the room, I'm checking the top barrels. That's the Machlaikas Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yochanan. Tanyo Kavose de Rabbi Yehuda. Tanyo Kavose de Rabbi Yochanan. There's a Brysa like Rabbi Yehuda and a Brysa like Rabbi Yochanan. Tanyo Kavose de Rabbi Yehuda. The Brysa like Rabbi Yehuda says, Beis Shamai Oimrim. That Beis Shamai said, Shtei Shurais al Pene Kol Hamartev. Two rows. The entire face of the wine cellar. Ushtei Shurais Sha'amru and the two rows that they said Minha Oretz Viad Shmei Koira from the are from the ground until the ceiling. Tanya Kavosi de Rabbi Yochanan and there's a Brisa also like Rabbi Yochanan Shtei Shurais Al Penekol Hamartev. When it said that the two rows, but the entire face of the wine cellar, roya esapesach, the outer um, row that you're checking is what sees the door. It's what you see right when you open the door. roya eshakira, and the top row is what sees the ceiling. So every barrel that sees the door and that sees the ceiling. Um, um, that's, that's what Beis Shammai was talking about. Shalafnim heimena, more further in than that. Vishalamata heimena, or below that upper row, ein tzarech bedika, does not need bedika. All of this was to explain Beis Shammai's shita. However, Beis Hillel, Oimer, and Beis Hillel says, Shtei shurais hachitzainais, shehein ha'elyainais. The two outer rows, which were the upper rows. Okay, so what is what are we talking about? So we have a machlekes Rav and Shmuel. Omar Rav El Rav says we walk into the wine cellar, we see a wall of wine barrels. So the top ten, from left to right, okay, so that means the top row of wine barrels. That's what I'm checking. The top one, v'shalamata heimena. And I'm checking the one underneath it. So I'm checking 20 barrels in our scenario. Shmuel Amar Shmuel says, El yoyna, I check the top row, v'shalafnim heimena. And I check the, the barrels that are further in. So it's the top row, so it's the top 10 barrels of the first wall of barrels, and it's the top 10 barrels of the second wall of barrels. Zokti Gemara, my time of the Rav. What's the reason of Rav? Where did Rav see in the Lushan of Beis Hillel that it was the top, the top and the second to top? So the Gemara says, Dayik Chitzainais. He's Medayik from the words that it says it was the external one. So Rav said that Beis Hillel must have meant that both rows that need to be checked are on the outside wall. Frakti Gemara, Vahoel Yainais Katani. It also says they're on top. But according to you, it's the top one and the one underneath it. It's not both of them being the top. 
it's it's to um it's to exclude the, the the one that's lower than the lower. In other words, the the top two are called the elioinos, starting from row three and down. That's what's considered the lower ones. That's what's not included. All of that was to explain Rav. Ushmuel Omar Shmuel had said that it's the top row of of barrels left to right, and the one behind it, the top row left to right. My timer. What's the reason of Shmuel? Shmuel says it says Elyonos. It says the top ones. Dayik Elyonos. He's medayik from the word Elyonos. I frakti gemara v'hachitzayin katani. But it says it's the outer ones. And according to you, it's the outer one and one that's further inside. So the gemara says limute gviasa digviasa. If that's to exclude the inside of the inside, in other words, from row three and on, moving back to the back of the room. Okay, Rebchia Tani Kavase de Rav. Rebchia learned like Rav that it was the, that it's the top two on the outside. The Kulhu Tanoi Tanu Kavase de Shmuel. But all the Tanoim Paskin like Shmuel that it was the top one and then the one behind that. The Hilchesa Kavase de Shmuel and the Halacha is like Shmuel. Of course, we Paskin like Beis Hillel and in Beis Hillel we Paskin like Shmuel that it's the top one and then it's the top one that's behind it. And with that, we've completed Davches Amud Beis. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics or to hear an eon shear on any daf in shas, including Mara McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.